Today we're starting a series titled More. How many people are ready for more? Can I see your hand? You are ready for more. Come on, say it out loud. I'm ready for more. And every, everyone needs more. The way we were created, we were created for more. That is why no matter the level you get to, after a while, you begin to desire to improve it or to increase it. That's just how we are as humans. That's how God created us. There's, um, there's no destination in itself that will give you fulfillment. It's the journey and the process and the continuous growth that will bring the, the joy. Praise the Lord. So today we're going to talk, start the series titled More. More simply means moving over the regular experience. Having something above the regular all the time. And I'm praying for everyone that is under my voice. That will be your story in the name of Jesus. You will continue to have more than the regular experience. That amen is not born again. I'm telling you, there's such, there's such a life like that. Where you will enjoy things over the regular experience. And, um, you know, having more... It's not just about us or me praying for you, which the prayer is good and all that, but having more is also about how you manage where you are and what you have. It's about how you manage it. So I'm going to read this piece of scripture that I love very much, and we're going to build around it. But basically, management is simply properly using what you have so that you can get what you want. The proper use of what you have you know, so that you can to get what you want. All right? So let's, let's read the scripture. Matthew 25 from verse 14. All the ladies, what's happening this evening? Ah, only just these people shouted. All the ladies, what's happening this evening? All right. So you don't want to miss it. Yesterday was a blast. It was awesome. Hallelujah on the island. So today is mainland, 4 p.m. You have to come on time because the program is loaded. Because we want to finish also on time. So 4 p.m., make sure you're here, all the ladies, and invite people. So this invitation is not really for you. You're supposed to bring people. It's for the people you are meant to invite. Matthew 25, verse 14. Okay, let's go. He said, for it will be, just talking about the kingdom of God, okay? Yes, it's here. He said, for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and delivered unto them his what? Goods. Follow every point is important, so try and follow. Next verse. He said, and unto one he gave what? Five talents. Now, please take note, in those days, talents was their money, okay? So, it's not really your talent of singing or dancing or making hair. It can apply to that. You can apply it, but this thing they're talking about here is money. He said, and he gave unto them five talents to another two. By the way, Jesus um, spoke more about money than he spoke about heaven. Because some people don't like when we talk about money, but... Jesus himself spoke more about money. Because people, when we hear money, they listen. In heaven, they say, we'll get there. And unto one, he gave five talents to another two. And to another what? I need you to follow me, guys. To every man, according to what? His several ability. And straight away, he took his journey. Next verse. Then he that had received the five talents went and did what? Traded with the same and made them what? Another five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained what? Other two. He said, but he that had received one went and did what? Dig in the earth and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reconnect with them. One version says he tries to keep account or did some accounting with them. Next verse. 
And so he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou deliverest unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained beside them five talents more. I have gained beside them five talents more. And his Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. I pray for everyone that's under my voice. This is the kind of commendation God will give you on your last day. Say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou has been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over what? Many things. I like the last line. Enter thou into what? The joy of the Lord. Next verse. He said, he also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, well done, good and faithful servant. Thou has been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over what? Many things. Enter down the joy of the Lord. Hmm. The next guy. He said, then he which has received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man. <laughs> Reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was what? Afraid. And I went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, you didn't let me finish up. I was afraid. I went to my talent in the earth. And there thou hast, you have what is thine. Okay? Next verse. His Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant, thou knowest that I reap where I sowed not, and gather where I have not strawed. He says, Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money into the exchangers, and then at my coming, I should have received mine with usury or with interest. Next verse. Take therefore the talent from him, and do what? I can't hear you. I need to follow. And do what? Which are ten talents. Next verse. For unto everyone that hath shall be given, and he that have abund- and he shall have abundance. But from him that had not shall be what? Taken away even that which he have. And cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. Where there shall be what? Weeping and what? Gnashing of teeth. Okay. So, um, a few points quickly for us to do this in under 30 minutes. Number one. um, When you are talking about more, a few points you must note is that God gave everyone something. God gave everyone something. So, he said the kingdom of God is as a man that wanted to go on a journey and he gave talents to his people. So, he gave everybody. He gave everybody something. Let me tell you, neighbor, you have something. Mm. He gave someone, he gave everybody something. That is so phenomenal. He gave everybody something. There is no excuse, sir. There is no excuse, ma'am. If you are not experiencing more in your life, it's not because God did not give you. God gave everybody something. The question is, what did God give you? Or what have you recognized that God gave you? Because God gave everybody something. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? This looks so simple, but it's powerful. Let me tell anybody, you have something. I don't know what you were saying in your house before you came today. I don't know what you were saying yesterday. Why, why you think things are hard for you. you? Some people say, I don't have anything. Or some people have made statements like, what can I do? 
I can't do anything. You've made those statements. You are talking like that guy that has one talent. You are lying on the master. You are lying on God. You are lying on Nigeria. You are lying on the government. Are you here, somebody? He gave everybody what? Something. God is not a wicked man. He won't send you on the earth without something. Trust me, your rent is already inside you. The money for your car is inside you. The money for your house is inside you. The way God did it, God packaged everything in you when he sent you. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? How do I know this? Because that's how he did for Jesus. The Bible said everything we need is in Christ. So when he was sending Jesus, he brought everything just we need inside Jesus. So when he sent you also, everything you need is inside you. Come on, you have something. Come on, say it, I have something. I'm telling you guys, you have something. I don't know what it is you have, but you have something. You have something. You have something. Maybe you have relationships you are not maximizing. Maybe you are not maximizing the use of your time. Maybe you are not maximizing your gift, your interest, your passion. You have something. Oh, I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. I'm praying for you that this month you will find that thing that God gave you. Because look, you need to know why it's important to find that thing. Inside that thing, there are a lot of things inside. The vacation you want to take is inside that thing. The clothes you want to buy, they are inside that thing. The love and affection you need, they are inside that thing. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Come on, say, I have something. Say, he gave everyone. He gave everyone. Nobody was left without something. He gave everyone something. He gave you something. Even if you claim you don't, you don't have talent, you don't have gift, you don't have passion, you don't have friends, he gave you time. Are you here, somebody? Everybody has 24 hours. God is so just. That's why I, mean I like Christianity. That's why I like God. In any other sphere, people are not the same. It's only in the kingdom that we are equal. I'm telling you, in the kingdom, it doesn't matter who you are. We all start from the same place. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. In life, we don't start from the same place. We are born of a billionaire and I'm born of a pauper. We are not mates. Even your dog, the thing your dog is enjoying, a pauper. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Hey, now, there are some dogs, if you see the attention, they give the dog. The dog has security. Other dog, other bingo. They are the security of the human beings. But there are some dogs that they, some dogs have groomers. Somebody that comes every week to bath him, to groom him, pour powder. Yeah? Some people don't get soap to bath. When Joe Biden's dog died, it was announced on BBC and CNN that we regret to announce the passing of our beloved dog. He was survived by the president and the first lady. It was announced when the dog died. Can you imagine the amount of health care that dog will have? When that dog coughs, you will see doctors appear. Start checking his blood pressure, checking everything. Open his teeth. Are you okay? Check his eyes. How is he doing you? Meanwhile, there are people dying of malaria. So in life, we are not equal, but in God. That's the beauty of it, in God. (laughs) Hallelujah. You are not disadvantaged in God. I say you are not disadvantaged in God. I say you are not disadvantaged in God. I don't know what you've been telling yourself, but I'm here to tell you you are not disadvantaged. I don't know what you've been thinking, but I'm here to tell you you are not disadvantaged. Say, do your beginning be small. He said, your latter end shall greatly increase. Oh, nobody received that this morning. I said, do your beginning be small. Your latter end shall greatly increase. He said, the path of the just has a shining light. It will shine brighter and brighter until the perfect day. 
your tomorrow is better than your yesterday. In the name of Jesus. He said, better is the end of a matter than the beginning thereof. Is there somebody receiving this word this morning? Hallelujah. He said, the longer you live, the brighter you shine. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? That's how it works in God. In God, everybody has a chance. He said, as far as your eyes can see. So it doesn't matter. If the person was born of a billionaire, you are born of a pop up in the kingdom, if you can see far, you can go far. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? It's as far as your eyes can see. Nothing can stop you. He said, all things are possible to him that believeth. Are you here, somebody? They didn't say to God, oh, yes, there's one that said with God, all things are possible. But there's another one that also says, to him that believes, all things are possible. So I don't know what you are telling yourself, but God gave you something. There's no disadvantage in the kingdom. Come on, say, I'm not disadvantaged. Say it with confidence, say, I'm not disadvantaged. Oh, maybe you're a girl here, you're saying, I'm too short. My leg is like yam legs. My hips are not fine. My, my, my color, I'm, I'm black, it's sort of yellow. You are not disadvantaged. I say, you are not disadvantaged. Trust me, with your black, short, yam leg, I marry a finer man. A richer man. A more spiritual man. Are you saying what I'm saying? Because to him that believeth, all things are possible. Are you getting what I'm saying? They might have given birth to you in a jagule, but you can still live in Ikoin. Because in God, there's no limits. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? You can start anywhere, but you can also end anywhere. Are you getting what I'm saying? It doesn't matter where you start, you can choose where you end. Oh, I don't know if somebody's getting what I'm saying. You are free to dream. Dream as far as you want. Say, as far as your eyes can see, I will bring you into the land. So what are your dreams? God gave everyone something. It doesn't matter where you're starting from. Glory to God. Come on, say, God gave me something. So that's the first rule of more here from this scripture is that God gave everyone something. I don't know what you have. You, you might have to ask God. You might have to look around you. Some of you is your height that you have. When you have a son or a child that is growing very tall, what, what automatically comes to your mind? There's something he has. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you find out you are very fast, you can run very fast. There are many things my, my, my son likes to run. I tell you, play American football, run. My wife said, no, that they used to injure themselves. I said, it doesn't matter. So we're still debating it. And sometimes when the boy sees them playing on TV, he said, this is what daddy says I should do. He's very happy. I said, my brother, do it. When you find out your boy has very a flair with ball. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? You begin to think about man, not Arsenal. Which kind of Arsenal? <laughs> now, wow. Arsenal. <laughs> That's exactly what not to think. <laughs> Praise God. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? There's something that you have. There's something you have. I'm so excited about that. There's something you have. God gave everybody something. Oh man. God gave you something. Maybe your height, your physical stature, your strength, your sense. 
your, 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 your eyes for details, the fact that you are meticulous, the fact that you are calm, the fact that you have a good smile. It can be that you have a passion for clothes. You have a passion to look good. You have a passion to help other people look good. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? It's, to, uh, it's totally limitless. If I begin to mention it, we will not go. The things that it's possible you have. The things that many people have turned to something great. You have something. Are you getting what I'm saying? It might be ability to make people laugh. It might be ability to even laugh. I'm telling you, some people laugh so well that people hire them to be around them just to laugh. I'm telling you, my brother. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? There's one of our members on the island. Anytime she doesn't sit in front, I don't like it. I tell her, come and sit in front. Because she gives you energy. Anything you say, you say, praise the Lord. She receives it. It gives you energy. <laughs> that might just be it. You're a supporter. You're an encourager. I'm telling you, some people have survived, lived their lives just like that. Because that positive energy is the thing. Because those people that are creative know the power of positive energy. Those who have walked with me, I hate negative. And don't give me excuses. Don't tell me stories. My wife tells everybody that was me. If you, if you want to tell me bad news, tell me in a good way. This speaker broke. Tell them that we have done a maintenance on all our speakers. They are all working well. Except one. But the rest are doing great. Great time with all the speakers. That's how to tell me. Don't come and tell me, sir. Sir, I want to tell you something. Sir, you have already killed me for the team. Sir, I need to see you. No, just tell me. Because I'll be thinking, what do you want to see me for? Some people just don't know how to communicate. Sir, the speaker. I said, what happened? The speaker. What happened to the speaker? Let me, I want to see you in private. Ah, just talk, John. See, they stole the speaker. No. Say, robbers came, everything was intact. Except these two speakers. But the rest, we have found everything. The mixer is on ground. The microphones are on ground. We are still looking for two speakers, but the rest, we know where they are. <laughs> I hear somebody. Let's go. It's very important. Positive energy. So people know the power of that. There are many great people you see. They are surrounded by good people. That's what keeps them going. All those great people you see is their team that make them great. Nobody gets to greatness as one man. We just don't see the other people walking behind the scenes. Are you here, somebody? So come and say, God gave me something. So God gave everybody something. So it might be your time. Everybody has 24 hours at least. And 24 hours is a convertible resource. So don't look down at time. Time is an important thing. You can literally turn your time to anything. Do you know you can turn your time to becoming the biggest mechanic in Lagos? You just need a few years. Turning your 24 hours to learning how to repair cars and what cars are about. And learning customer service. With time, you can get to anywhere you want to go. Time is a convertible resource. Are you here, somebody? It's like when they send you dollars, you can change it to any currency where you are. Abi, that's how time is. You can turn it to anything you like. You just have to be deliberate and intentional. But many people waste time because they think I don't have anything. That's what they say, I don't have anything. What did I have? You have time. You can learn something. And in today's world, there are many courses, there are many things. You can become an IT person overnight. If you can read book and learn. You don't have to go to any university. Say, ah, COVID made me lose my job. Then COVID also brought jobs. Are you here, somebody? You can learn anything. Just do an online course. You say, but I don't have money to do the course. I don't have internet. I don't have laptop. 
then what were you doing with the relationships of your life? You know you can use time too to do relationship. That's what I'm saying. It's a convertible resource. All you need is time. If I want to be close to Pastor Jethro, it's time I need. He's doing bad day, I come. He's not even doing anything. I come saying, what can I help you with? I don't have money, but I have time. Send me on some errands you can't go. Even if one or two days doesn't have anything to do, after a while, he'll find something for you to do. When you come every day, it's time. There's one guy that used to work in our office. That's, he just came one day and said, after I preached a message like this, he just came to the office and said, I don't have anything to do, but send me on any work. We said, we don't have work. He came the next day. He came the third day. He later began to work in the office. From that office, he went to his university, finished his course. He has traveled to about two or three different countries with us on office trip from not having a job. He has traveled around the world. He has been to America from that office. The United States, him and his wife traveled on office trip from I don't have job. You can turn time to anything. There are relationships around you you are not maximizing. You have uncle that has money. He has businesses, but he has not given work. Go and be washing his car every day. Uncle Goins, I just want to wash your car. Since you don't have sense to give me work, I will be working for you till you have sense. <laughs> you can convert time to any resource. That's why personally, I don't like to give strangers money except God tells me to. Ordinarily, I don't give strangers money. When people enter my DM or somebody say, hey, pastor, I'm going to die next week if you don't send me some. I don't know you from anywhere. I'm not going to respond to that. Because I'm wondering what were you doing with all the relationships in your life? You are 30 years old. What were you doing with them? Usually, at the time of your crisis, if you have been maximizing relationships, you will have people around you. You see, the people around you don't need much explanation for them to help you. They know you are not a loafer. They know you are not just a beggar. That this is something that has happened. This is not how you live. But for me, that I'm done meeting you, I might think this is how you, you are entering 30,000 people's DM. And, that, and there's people that that's the work they do. My university is due. My this is due. My uncle is sick. And they go to 30,000 DM and they'll get something out of it. So I'm, I'm not going to respond to that. But if I know, if somebody I know that I've known what they're doing with their life and oh, they need help. Oh, what's that? That's not, you don't even need too much explanation if I have the money. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So how are you maximizing the relationships in your life now? That's why you can't be a human being and not be active in a church. You are attending a church for five years. Nobody knows you. You are wasting those five years because a day will come. You need somebody to vouch for you. You need somebody to say, I know him. But you have wasted the five years you were there. You are working in an office. Nobody knows you are there. Make noise. When they look for suggestions, bring suggestions. Whether they take it or not, but they know somebody talking. Those things matter. When they look for who volunteer to do extra work, volunteer yourself. You are sowing seed. A day will come. They are looking for somebody that is zealous, that they can trust. It's you they will remember. But you, you dodge work. You, you are the last to come, the first to go. You are not maximizing what you have. Because the, the key to your next level is in your present level. Somebody understand that. I said the key to your next level is where? In your present level. This is where it is. You can't get more without doing the best with what you have. He said, he that, has, uh, he that is faithful with little shall be what? Rewarded with more. When you are faithful with little, that's how to get more. Praise God. Come on, say, God gave me something. So number one point here is that God gave everyone something. Number two, second point, I have to round up. Second point, he didn't give all of us the same thing at the same level. This is important. Point number two, we all don't have the same level of gifting. 
or ability. If you notice, he said he gave all of them according to their several ability. DJ, be bringing the verses, good. Bring the particular verses I'm using. Good, thank you. He says, um, and unto one he gave five talents, to another he gave two, and to another one. He said, to every man according to his what? Several ability. So he didn't give all of us equally. Some people genuinely have five talents, five giftings, five abilities. Some have two, some have one. He didn't give all of us the same. In all fairness, we are not all gifted the same. Some people are gifted with singing. Some are gifted with talking. Some other people are gifted with caring for people. Some other people are gifted with beauty, with looks. Is somebody get what I'm saying? Oh, looks is part of what God gave you. Some of you, that's what you have, your looks. It's just like you're using it to just sell sex for some people. <laughs> but the looks you have, you can use to sell, and that's what management is, making the most of what you have. There are many things you can do with the gift. There are many things you can do with your time. It's when you make the best of it, make the most of it, that you get the best rewards from it. Are you here, somebody? So your looks is something. Your looks. Some people, when read, they have charisma. They, they can persuade you to do anything you don't want to do. So when they just smile to you, anything they say, you say, eh? 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 you just say yes, whatever you ask. Because you can't resist them. If somebody get what I'm saying. So yes, he didn't give all of us the same things. But he gave everybody something. We all are gifted differently. This is what pains some people. When they come out and see that somebody has five, somebody has two, and they just have one, they begin to say, what is this, my one? It doesn't matter when, when this guy has five. Look, it doesn't matter what people have. God is not expecting you to focus on what people have. He wants you to do the most with what you have. Forget what other people have. There are some annoying people that have too many gifts. Have you met those people before? Very annoying. He can preach, he can sing, he can write, he can read, he can jump, he can dance. One person, go and sit down. <laughs> Let other people have a chance. <laughs> have you met this kind of people before? The pastor will come, he'll first sing, then he will preach, then he will dance. Only you. And if you're not careful, when you're like that, you might not learn to value people. Because you're very self-sufficient. You say, what are you doing for me? I can do it myself. When you have only one gift, you respect people. Because many things they do, you can't do it. <laughs> but when you're multi-gifted, you're also endangered. Because the guy that has one thing, he's the only one that has problems. Having five, two comes with his own problems. When you have five, you think you don't need people. So what are you doing for me? It's not this account, I can't do it myself. What are you doing? Singing. If choir annoy me, say, this is singing, I'm singing. What are people singing? I will play keyboard. Have you seen those pastors, bro? They will go to that keyboard place, sit down, pull microphone. He will play the special number by himself. I know churches like that. I'm not joking, no. I know churches like that, though. The pastor sing one and the choir. So that's what Charles is doing here. If he's Edep, if he's Edepin. If you are not because you don't know what Edep is, good for you. If he's Edepin, I'll just turn, turn up. Just put the keyboard there and do my thing myself. Minister, special number, then come and preach. <laughs> After I preach, I'll go and receive first timers. I'll call first timers. Follow me, follow me as I go. All oh, first timers, follow me to the. I've seen churches like that. It's the pastor that I'm going to pick guest ministers at the airport. The senior pastor is one picking guests. He's the one doing everything. By the time he gets to church, he's tired. <laughs> because he's the one that did all shrinking and everything. He can't even buy his message. Where's my message? <laughs> What's my. 
can't remember. Are you here, somebody? <laughs> Praise God. I was telling Pastor Nathan about it when he came our district for our island. He drove himself. I said, You drove yourself. Ah, I said, You try. Because you do worship for almost one hour. Those things drain you. When you do anything spiritual, it drains you spirit, soul, and body. After I preach Sunday like this, it's by Tuesday that I'm starting knowing my name. <laughs> Not that I've recovered, I'm just knowing my name by Tuesday. It's by Wednesday, I'm normal. Between that Sunday evening and Tuesday, I don't even know where I am. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So, um, he didn't give, give us equal gifts. And this also means you should not be envious and jealous of people. Do you know the haters in the world? There are people that are happy somebody is doing something with their own gift. And they can't find or they are not confident enough to do their own. I've never seen a happy person being a hater. It's always someone that feels they are not doing much with their life. You will hardly hear a millionaire criticize another millionaire. It's poor people that criticize other poor people and criticize other rich people. They are unhappy. Are you here, somebody? So be careful of envy. Be careful of jealousy. Say, ah, see how she is. You know, her hair is nice. Her skin is nice. Her nose is nice. Her leg is nice. Her shape is nice. Everything is nice. Only her. And me, I'm like this. <laughs> Nothing straight. <laughs> Maybe you have one. But the good thing is that it's not about the number of gifts. It's about the faithfulness with the one you have. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. Some people are multi-gifted. Say it's according to your several ability. Some people are multi-gifted. But some people have just one. But no matter what you have, just use your own well. Your joy is in you using it well. Not in you competing with other people. Like they say, all fingers are not equal. They will never be equal. You will be unhappy if you keep comparing yourself with other people. The Bible said they comparing themselves with themselves are not wise. Every time you compare yourself, you go on social media, you see how people are posting, what they are doing. Leave their own and focus on your own. Are you here, somebody? You have something. Leave their own. We are not all gifted equally. Some people are just more gifted. Some people are more gifted. Are you here, somebody? We will ne- all never be on the same size. You will always have those ahead of you. But guess what? You also have those behind you. And if for any reason you are the last guy behind, it doesn't matter. Just be faithful where you are. Glory to God. Because everybody is important. Number three. From verse 19. God expects returns from your life. He said when he came back, he was expecting to see what they, were, what they had gained. Verse 19. He says, after a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reconnects with them. Give me a more contemporary version. So he, he, he basically came to check what they had done. This one is, is a very touching point. Look, I like this. He said, after a long time, the master of those servants returned and did what? Settled accounts with them. Let me tell you something, guys. Let me tell you something, guys. God will come and ask you what you did with the thing he gave you. He's not an unjust God. He's not a wasteful God. If he gave you something, he's going to come and ask you what you did with it. If he gave you something, he's going to... He's, God is a businessman. He sees us as investments. He sees us as investments. Who will invest something in something we are not sure whether he's making profit or not. 
That's a wasteful person. Are you here, somebody? And God is not wasteful. God will come and check what you are doing with your life. The gift of speech he gave you, the height he gave you, the beauty he gave you, the passion he gave you, the interest he gave you, the, the abilities he gave you. You can read fast. You can learn fast. You can think smart. You can decorate. You can beautify. You are into details. You are faithful. You are loyal. You are, you are, you are detailed. You have something. Some of you, it's just integrity. It's something. It's just integrity. It's something. People can trust you. You know integrity is a gift. It's something of us to cultivate. Don't get me wrong, but some people naturally, they can't lie. Some other people, they have to manage themselves not to lie. Because the first instinct they have is to lie. Say, where are you going? Where? (laughs) Me. Me. (laughs) You don't even know why they're asking you. You're already defending yourself. Who kept this in here? It's not me, oh. It's I want to reward the person. Okay, it's me. <laughs> you don't even know why they ask. But you're already defending. Alright? So, God will expect returns from what he gave you. He will come back and ask you, what did you do with the gift I gave? What did you do with the time? I gave you 24 hours for 40 years. 24 hours for 50 years. And you know, if you are around those years and you are not yet working in what you should be working in, then you are mismanaging what God gave you. And I believe in the course of this month, we'll be able to help you find that, you know, what you need to change. If you don't like the results you are getting, because the way life is divided, interestingly, life is divided in seasons. There are things you ought to be doing at certain times. And if you are not doing them, it might be, not all the time, but most times, is that you are mismanaging. You are mismanaging either your time or your relationships. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? There's a season when all, all of your mates are reading for jam. You're not supposed to be reading alone at those times because when you work with a team like that, there are things they know. Somebody has told them, read this thing, oh, that you in your house might never hear. But you see, if you're in a group, they will share and say, oh boy, somebody just told me I should read this thing. Oh. There's always information. Somebody get what I'm saying? When I started ministries, one of the things I did, I had to connect with other young ministers that are at my level. So there are many things they hear. Maybe their own mentor will tell them that me being in that circle, they will share it. They will discuss it and I will learn it. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? You can't be at the stage of life and not have people at that stage of life you are working with that are of like minds. You are just starting a young family. You need other couples, friends that are your friends that are starting families because you find that you compare those, you have similar challenges. Just you are pregnant, same thing. Belonging to a group where they are sharing things, tips on pregnancy will help you. Because a lot of things you are facing, you think you are the only one facing it. Say, ah, my feet is smelly. What happened to me? No, it's all of us now. So we don't throw away our shoe. Nine months. We are wearing slippers. You find out, when you find out, oh, this thing is normal. And most of them, some of them have even developed ways to manage it. So you don't have to go and start learning from scratch. So it's all about how you are managing. If you're not doing, if you're not happy at how your life is going, let's check on how you are managing different resources. It's all about your management. Maybe your time, maybe your relationships, maybe your thoughts, maybe information, the way you're managing information that comes. Because some people hear script, you hear teaching every day. What are you doing with this? The Bible said, um, and make sure you are here, you're not just a hearer of the word, but a doer of it. Deceiving your own self. So you can be hearing these teachings and not do anything about them. And, and some of you, 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 we are doing special programs in church. You won't come. You are mismanaging being in this church. Then outsiders, yesterday somebody came from Ibadan for the program. You see, you can't, you, if you now you are in the church and you don't attend, both of you can't end up at the same place. They are managing their own access more than you are managing your own. Are you here, somebody? Information. You meet great people. What are you asking them for? Give me your shoe. Or teach me what you know. 
You see, we both know the same person, but we're not getting the same thing from the person. In five years, we will not be on the same level. And if you understand what I'm saying, one man of God shared many times, let me some time ago, how that um, Archbishop Idahosa, I don't know if some of you know Archbishop Idahosa, but he, is, he used to be the father of the faith before he passed on. The father of faith of Nigeria was like the main prominent minister of the gospel of Ni- in Nigeria, was an archbishop. And he raised many, many, many bishops and many ministers. And those days, everybody used to come to his house. His house was like the center of activity, so everybody meets there regularly. So one guy, one bishop was sharing that when they were young, that he's not surprised bishop, but it's where he is now. That when they were all young ministers and they come to Archbishop's house, they will be eating with Archbishop on the table. Say, Bishop, we will fly in, come, just to come and drop an offering for Archbishop. And they will say, eat. He will say, no, he didn't come here to eat. They will say, sit down. He said, he didn't come here for that. He just came to drop his seat. They will pray for him. He will go back. The other ones were eating. They were eating with the Archbishop. You see how you perceive that man of God is important. He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. But if you, if you meet him in the name of a righteous man, that's also the reward you receive as a friend. Somebody getting what I'm saying? So, how, how are you managing? Even your relationship with God, you are in touch with the almighty God. Do you have time to pray in 24 hours or you are too busy? What can you possibly be busy with? Compare it to the, the impact you have if you have a strong relationship with God. It's management. If you don't like where your life is, it's a management issue. It's not that you don't have something. Let me mention the last two. I will deal with them more in the second service. Number four, he will add to the person that has and he will take from the one that does not have. Did you see that in that story? The guy that had five talents and multiplied it, they said they added more. The guy that had one talent and didn't use it, they took his one. That's why the rich gets richer, the poor get poorer. If you treat money right, more money will come. If you waste money, there are many people I've known and I've seen when money came, big money, they wasted it. Ah, <laughs> see posing. They buy 13 shoe. Eh, how many legs do you even have? Bought expensive things. Bought, I can never have one wristwatch. I need many wristwatches. You will know poor people buy their thoughts. I need two cars. I'll drive one during the week and drive on that one by weekend. When you were trekking, it's not the same leg that you trek during the week that you trek in the weekend. Now you have money. You need two cars. You can't you have. <laughs> hey. See, if you are rich, don't compare yourself to wealthy people. Uh, the behavior wealthy people have is not what you should have when you are rich. When you are rich, you are still near poverty. One small thing can drop you down. So you can't spend the way well. A wealthy person is not spending from his main money. It's loose money he's spending from. A wealthy person has assets, our income generating assets. So even if he says he's broke this month, he's not really, 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 really broke. He's just broke this month. By next month, income will come in from everywhere. Then you, that you are rich, this is the only savings you have. You are spending savings with somebody spending income. It's not the same thing. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Next month, he will be replenished. You next take about 15 years to save that money you use to buy that car. Are you getting what I'm saying, somebody? So, more will be added to the guy that is faithful. I've discovered it. In this, in, it was also a spiritual principle. It's also a natural principle. When you are good with managing money, more money comes. When you are terrible with money, you just cover there's a season of dryness to see whether you will have sense. Money will just say, We're not coming here for you a while. Let's see whether you will have sense. 
And most of those people, instead of them to drop their lifestyle, they start borrowing to sustain their lifestyle. When they say, ah, this one has no respect for us. We are not even coming here. Okay. We are gone. Management. So I'm to change the area you live. You need to change the taste, the appetite you have. So I can't eat without two meat. Who says so? See, if I don't eat with chicken, I can't eat. Buy egg. The whole chicken is inside the egg. But poor people don't want to hear. <laughs> I don't have time to go into so There are many times we didn't have food to eat in my house. And our church was on TV then. We were on TV. But I had no food at home. But you see, I knew that it was an investment into what we were doing. So those are the things you do. Last thing, because of time, number five, there's joy when you manage well and there's sorrow when you don't manage well. Because the last scripture said, enter into the joy of the Lord. So the guy that, when you, see, when you manage well, you'll be happy with yourself about how, 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 how well you did with what God gave you. There's a joy that comes with it. When you don't manage well, there's a sorrow that comes with it. But that will not be your portion. You'll be the one that will have joy. Somebody getting what I'm saying? So how are you managing your relationship with everything around you? We are starting, we started journey last week. Is it still? It has closed. So if you're in this church now, we're doing journey, our spiritual discipleship class. And you heard the announcement, you didn't attend. You're not managing information and where you are well. It's all about management. All about man. That guy said I was afraid. I dug my own on the ground. I look at other people who have much more than me. He was giving excuses. Why he didn't use his one talent. You will not give excuses in the name of Jesus. I pray that God will open your eyes to see every area you need to manage better in the name of Jesus. It might be managing how you raise your children. They are at a certain age now. It's a gift. They will reach an age where you can't control them where you can't even tell them things where they are made of their own mind. I hope you are maximizing the time when they are coming. I hope you are maximizing the season you are in. That's how life works. And if you don't manage primary school season well, you will suffer in secondary season. If you don't manage secondary season well, you will suffer. I've seen it happen. I was a bad boy in secondary school. But I registered for chemistry. I registered for chemistry. I registered for sciences because then only all those go to art class. All the brilliant people go to. Why laugh is the truth? It's the truth. It's the truth. I'm not looking at anybody's face. You can't intimidate me. In the house of the Lord. I'm a servant of God. I speak boldly. As the Lord gives me your trance, I speak boldly. Nobody can intimidate me. <laughs> she said I should not stay here. I will stay here. They'll bring my bed here. And my food, I'm not going anywhere. No, but you know, in those days, that's, that's our, that was our thinking. Even our parents made us feel like that. When you want to do art, they say, ah, that's that. So everybody went to science. So I went to science class. Ah, I wasn't interested in academics at all. And I, I was brilliant, just that I was too interested in other. I was bored with academics. So I went to science class. Chemistry, I didn't go to class in, in junior secondary. But you see, in junior secondary, the things they're teaching you, you can catch up, you can just cram it for the exam. Senior secondary, things get complicated. So they were doing chemistry, first two, three chemistry lectures. I didn't go. One day I was strolling in, and they were doing chemistry as I entered. When they were talking, I was wondering, eh? 
it's a CO4 plus CH2 plus. I said, eh? I had no clue what they were talking about. I get what I'm saying. That's why I knew that if you miss those seasons, it, it will be hard to catch up in the future seasons. So you must maximize every season. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. You will maximize the season you are in in the name of Jesus. As you maximize it, God will give you more in the name of Jesus. The season you are financially, you will maximize it. The season you are with relationships, you will maximize it. In the name of Jesus, I pray that nothing your hand will go down. Everything in your hand, just like the guy that has five, everything in your hand will continue to increase. The money in your hand will increase. The quality of relationships will increase. Your assets will increase. Your passion for God will increase. In the name of Jesus. And one last thing before I go down. If you are here and you are not born again, it means you are not maximizing today's service. You don't have a relationship with God. You are not born again. second season is called eternity. If you don't give a life to Christ here, in the second season you will end up in hell. That's what happens. So you must maximize this season of your life by accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior. As all heads are bowed, if you want to give a life to Jesus, raise your hand whenever you want to the pastor. You must want to say, Pastor, I am not born again. I want to maximize this season. I want to invest this season wisely. I give you my life to Christ. Raise your hand. 